Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombus. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombus.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome to the Talking Movies Pictures Movie Show with me, Tim Goodings. Andy Price. That's him. Hi, Andy. Hey, Tim. How you doing? Good. How are you? Yeah, pretty good. Feeling, yep. Uh, Feeling, yep. It's been a year. No. The last episode, the bonus episode of last week went up exactly a year to the day from the first episode going up. So I think it's about time that we really shake things up. Oh, yeah, I'm ready. Get this... uh, Party started. Get this party started and just, you know, do exactly what we've always been doing for the last year and just keep everything the same. Yeah? Yeah, that sounds good to me. Okay, that's. I think that'd be nice just to really really shake things yeah. up by making sure that what we're doing is exactly, exactly, this exactly the same. Exactly the same. First of all, uh-huh. just to shake things up, yes. we are going to start with Marvel News. Oh, um, makes a nice change. But interestingly, we have been doing this for a year and we only had a year's worth of Marvel news. Saved it all up. I've just run out. So that's oh. Marvel news. This this uh, this episode is that is uh, the news that currently there isn't out. any uh, from me. So uh, what's uh, what's next then after we've nailed Marvel news? Um, well, uh, let's 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 talk about the big movie of uh, let's of, of of this this this, this week. This, yeah, let's, which is Blade Runner. Blade Runner thirty forty fifty twenty forty nine, is it? Yeah. So obviously, I've been keeping up with all the uh, the promo. That is obvious of the movie. I showed you that little clip of uh, old Harrison Harry, Fordy. Yeah, Harry Ford's. Um, the GQ interview that people are talking about. <laughs> Good call. Yeah. And it's, uh, we'll play a clip, we'll play a clip now. Let's start with the $64,000 question. I mean, this is the third film franchise you've returned to, this one 35 years after the original. So what? Well, I'm just wondering, you what got is- a problem with that? It's a living. These characters mean a ton to your fans. Do you feel nostalgic about returning to them? Or do you sort of try to approach it like, well, this is almost like a new character that 35 years on, I'm not gonna be the same person that I am now. It's the same thing, only better. The question I, w- I was asked was, uh, all right, do you have the intention of rebooting every successful franchise you've ever done? And I said, you bet your ass I have. What? Feel free to be brutally honest. F*** you. 
So as you can see, Harrison <clears throat> Ford has just not stepped off the gas. I think for a man that's been doing it for a good, you know, 40, 50 years on, on the promo circuit would be mm. like sick and tired of the questions, but he's not. He's just it's all over it. You know, old face, young mind. Those... Those answers. I mean, you, you can you can tell you can't see the interviewer's face, but you can feel him just sort of flinching at the kind of answer bullets exactly. just whizzing past his yeah. face. What I really liked about the interview was that was like the interviewer's ability to kind of take Harrison Ford's answers and just really dig down into his responses and kind of the follow up questions. The follow up questions mm. certainly. You, you can always tell the sign of a good interview mm. when the answers are shorter than the questions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's when you know that it's like he's really mm-hmm. got to the crux mm-hmm, of it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm. And I think that that I mean, and obviously it's it's going to be coming across to the to the listeners that I am a massive Harrison Ford fan. I've been following his career since yeah. I was a little little baby boy. Can I say? What I like about the interview is that if you didn't know much about Blade Runner 2049 or much about Harrison Ford... You do now. I thought for this intro, um, maybe we could, maybe you could interview me about mm. Harrison Ford so mm-hmm. the, the listeners can get, you know, as enthusiastic about, as me, about well, I, him. Well, I think I've learned some of the techniques from having seen, obviously we're, we're interviewers anyway, but I think yeah. I want to take some of the techniques that I, that interviewer has used mm. on Harry Ford's mm. and just see... If we can apply that to a Harrison Ford fan, super fan, yeah. such as yourself. And I'll and give you some nugs of information <laughs> that just have never come up before. Serious nugs. Just Serious, like, like just heavy, dollops. heavy dollops and nugs. So this is going to be a, re- a retrospective of, of, mm. of Harrison Ford's works. <laughs> From the mind of a Harrison Ford super fan, and I just want you know I want the listeners to get on board with uh, his work. Um, Ask me about it. I, I've got all the answers. All right, I'm looking well, forward to giving some detailed, in-depth information about. I mean, I mean, he's already done it himself. But I'm offering. I'm hoping to offer a bit more. Maybe some some like you know maybe predictions for the future. See mm, what he's going to be doing mm, there. How he mm, might feel about it. It's mm, going to be great. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. It's going to be great. So. I mean, one of the things that you you, uh, you think about when you think about Harrison Ford is you think vital, vital to the movie industry, and has a youth youthful vitality to him, uh, which makes him really the right person to constantly refresh himself and remake himself and uh, rebrand himself in the uh, in the movie world. He's you know he's like a sort of movie David Bowie, you might say. He's really a chameleon. Um, if comedians did different things all the time, which obviously they don't. He's more like a mimic octopus. This is why it's so good to get him to reboot his own movies, is he's just he just turns on a dime, you know, and he changes what the movie is, and, and it really refreshes it for a modern audience. Uh, and I wondered if uh, another of his famous movies um, could be rebooted in that spirit. Uh, one of his most famous movies that I remember from many years ago was uh, Expendables 3, uh, and I just thought that his performance in that was, uh, you know, typically nuanced and subtle and uh, characterful. But I do wonder if he could uh, just bring a new spin on it and we could see an Expendables 3-2 or an Expendables, you know, 3-2049 um, done in the next few years. And if that would at all be, you know, entertaining for people and if it's something that we can really change in a... a, a necessary way to make it worthwhile um you bet your ass wow yeah i'm glad yeah i'm glad that you you agree that's that's so insightful thank you um another another sort of movie that i was thinking about in terms of uh harrison's career is obviously he's best known for his work in uh the sci-fi genre particularly star wars um 
where he was the same character for four different movies, which again really shows his range, um, especially in the fourth one when you notice that he's almost playing himself, which is sort of a role we've not seen him do uh, at all ever. Um, and another famous sci-fi franchise which he you know, turned his hand to was of course uh, Ender's Game from, good lord, must be 40 years ago now, um, based on the sci-fi novel Ender's Game. And uh, where he played the sort of mentor figure, a kind of an elder statesman of that that world, a sort of, uh, I think he was a military man, uh, you might say, again, quite a departure for Harrison. And uh, I just wondered if we could maybe see him reboot that even, reboot Ender's Game and get that into that sort of modern world of what that would look like now in the future. Uh, even though it is in the future. Oh, um, y- you bet your ass. Yeah, I, no, I, I would, and I would bet my ass that it would be a smash hit. Uh, uh, thank you for saying that. Thank you for giving us that that level of, of insight from a, a true Harrison Ford super fan like yourself. Um, <laughs> another movie that I think would be, you know, ripe for this sort of classic Harrison Fordian treatment of uh, updating for a modern audience and bringing that sort of sheen to an old dusty franchise. For example, Cowboys and Aliens. I mean, we know that movie was made, good Lord, such a long time ago, at least five years. Again, he's got a cowboy hat on, which we've not seen him do before, certainly not in his most famous role. And that was refreshing for everyone to see. But could he do it again? And could he be a cowboy again and not an alien and just keep it the same but update it for all the people that didn't see the first one, which is most people? Uh, and just what would that even be? Well, um, I mean, you bet your ass. That's what it'll be. Thank you. I mean, yeah. It's, it's, is, that, uh, is that right? I it's think refreshing, like, honestly, because yeah. you get these, you know, you talk to people in the movie industry and you just hear the same things over yeah, and over yeah, again. Yeah, like, yeah. They're just yes men. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And <laughs> I just, yes men just say the same thing over and over again. And can I say, Tim, those were great mm. questions. And Thank it you. really allowed me to kind of delve back into my mind as a Harrison Ford super yeah, fan. I could really see the cogs. I could see the cogs, yeah. No, and I really feel that we kind of got some information out there that you'd really have to dig deep to, to mm-hmm. find elsewhere. And well, it's nice, it was nice to be able to showcase my, my super fan knowledge. So yeah, thanks, definitely. Thanks it, was, it, was nice to, it was nice to finally just drag that out of you. Mm-hmm, like I said, it was mm-hmm, kind of... Mm-hmm seeping through occasionally in, in pre- previous episodes but nice now to finally yeah, yeah. see it, you, you able to just splurge and just really just flow forth with all your Indiana Jones Harrison Ford Han Solo knowledge mm. so uh, Blade Runner 2049 in cinemas now but that's not we're not advertising it because that's not what we do oh god no <laughs> Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? 
Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Okay, well, thank you very much for joining us, Redden. Thank you. Um, yeah. It's very nice to have you here. Uh, nice of you to take a bit of time out of your busy schedule to yeah. join us. Uh, talk about your brand new film, which we're all very excited about. Yeah, it's been non-stop since January. The press tour? Yeah, the press tour, yeah. <laughs> That's quite long. That, I mean, like, is, really, yeah. you're really building to... So is this no, like, yeah. it was like previous Oscar season, now just building up to next Oscar season, where you're just like, you just yeah, missed the boat. It's gonna, we want everyone in the world to watch this film. So the aim That's is to get an to every town. If only, if only any other film wanted that. Yeah. You know? I but mean, obviously, they're just not aiming high enough. We're aiming to win the best film of ever. The bit, oh, the big one? Yeah, the big one. The film competitions. Yeah, yeah the, the film FCs. competitions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, uh, yeah. the big boy Oscars. Called, but, uh, big boy Oscars. Yes, yeah, the, Os- the Oscars. So in many ways, we don't even have to uh, promote this film because it's already going straight to the top. Hey, so whoa, we just hold talk on about there, Andy. Whoa, well, well, wait a minute, Andy. What? We well, that's what we're, what we're here to do. Yeah, no. Yeah. Problem is, we haven't done any press in the UK at all. This is your first UK interview, so the whole yeah. of the uh, since January, January, you've just been yeah all over the rest of the world. Well, do we, you miss your family? No, I haven't got any. <laughs> okay, because no. you're in your fifties, obviously, and the fact that you've not. I'm, I mean, well, yeah, I'm in my fifties, but like. It's all right because in most films I have to play a child. So that for that reason it's all right. Yeah, children are famously lonelers by nature, so you're able to get into that mindset of like you are fifty year old. Well, man, children, never children don't really uh, have families, so it's fine. Okay, I'm wondering if that's a sort of singular experience that you had as a child, yeah. as opposed to a universal one. But you know, fair enough. How old was the child you played in this movie that he was, we're here to talk about today? Yeah, well, he was twelve. Yeah. Good age. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. It, I mean, it was a good age, and it was a bit of a stretch for me because I am fifty, and normally mm. I sort of play seven, eight-year-olds, so I have to sort of act up a bit. But, mm. uh, but I did it. You had to act up. Okay. Uh, well, tell us a little bit about the uh, the process you went through to kind of gain the skills that took you from seven to twelve. Uh, well, it was mainly sort of progressing on from playing sort of uh, board games into mm. computer games because, like, obviously, that's the difference. Yeah. Like you can't play, you're not allowed to play computer games until you're 10. I mean, I, well, I was because I didn't have any family, so I could do what I wanted. But But you understand the plight of the common man. And as a 50 year old, that that was very impressive that you were able to source those kind of mechanical games um, at what, during the 60s? Yeah, well, yeah. I mean, so we're talking first prototypes here. Early 70s. Lovely. Yeah, come on, Andy. Play Boy. PlayStation. PlayStation Boy. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's another of my interests. Oh, okay. Oh, thoughts on Hefner? Uh, who was... Hefner? Hugh Hefner, the... 
Oh, old his, Huey boy. Yeah, he's sorry. Yeah, sorry. I haven't heard anyone say his name for bloody donkeys years. Um, Not even in the past week when he died. He's died. <laughs> Are you joking? Oh, sorry. Are you close friends? We went on holiday to Malaga last year. <laughs> With some bunnies? No, no, no. Just me and okay. him. Oh, naturally. Yeah. He's, got, he's, got to get he's away fucking to died. Wife, hasn't he? Mm. He's died. He died. Like, yeah, I haven't had internet ago. for the past three weeks. Now, it's interesting, obviously. Uh, I can understand why it's such a difficult situation for you to not know Hughes died since he was such a prominent figure in the yeah. film. Um, he, who was it that played him? So his character name or like his the, real name? Well, the character name's Hugh Hefner. Character name's Hugh Hefner, yeah, but I yeah. never called him that in the film. Okay. Because in the film he was, he was known as Big Huey Boy. Big Huey Boy, right, yeah. okay. Well, we'll see that, I guess, when we watch the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But who, and who was the actor that played Big Huey Boy? Uh, John Johnson. He's Now, he's someone that's really blowing up. He is possibly the biggest actor in the world right now. Currently. Yeah. John Johnson. Yeah, he's, he's only done two films, but he's fucking like, I mean, oh, two it, big films, two big films. Okay, two yeah. that you, we would know him That from. you'd know him from, yeah. Mm-hmm. And what was the previous, so I assume this is the second or is this? Well, no, you won't have seen this one yet because it's not quite out. Right, so, so he's was, done two. The two others? The two others, yeah. And what, what were they? Uh, that was um, The Reader. Oh, yeah. With uh, Kate, Kate Winslet. Winslet. Kate yeah. Winslet, mm-hmm. he was in that. Um, was he the book? Was he the book? That was being read. That he was, no, he was the train guard. Okay. What was the other film that we know him from? Deadpool. Oh, and uh, he played... Okay. I didn't watch that. Yeah. So you just know he's in it, you don't know who he is? In that film? Mm. No, not in that film. But he's told me he was uh, sort of the main guy. Uh, Have you seen The Reader, Tim? Deadpool. Have you seen The Reader? No. Have you seen Deadpool? Yes. Okay, I've seen Reader and I haven't seen Deadpool. But Have I've you seen, seen either? I've, yeah, I've seen The Reader, but I haven't... Seen Deadpool. Deadpool. But, I've seen but Deadpool. we've both seen Reader, so would we know who he is? Because I, I know who the train guard is. Well, I know who Deadpool is. And was he the train guard? No, because you haven't seen the Reader. Reader. So, Wait, which one have you seen, Andy? The Reader. And, but, and the other one? The Deadpool. The Deadpool. You've not seen the Deadpool? No, I haven't. Seen did you that. see the Deadpool? No, I haven't seen Reading. the Deadpool. But you did see Reader. So seen you would Reader. know the train guard and who was in Deadpool was, because you've seen Deadpool, so you would know. Which one was he in Deadpool? Was he the Deadpool or was he? He was the one that well, looked, like the, he looked like the guard in. But I don't know which one he was. He might have been wearing a mask. Oh. Oh, the Deadpool. The Deadpool. Was it the Deadpool? How do you kill a pool? Uh, That's what I drown want it. Know. Hey, spoilers. Oh. Spoilers. Drown it, yeah. You drown it. Drown I mean, it. you've ruined the end, but that is. So he plays the big Huey boy. And um, now, how old is he in real life? Because obviously Hefner in the film, this is a flashback, obviously, to Hefner's heyday. Yeah, 15th century. It's about, it's about, well, it's set in the 17th century, but there is time travel. Okay, so so some of it's in the present day? Well, me and Hef, we're in the present day. Okay. And we have to go back to the 17th century. To, Naturally. Yeah, to, to right some wrongs. To Well, yeah, or to wrong some rights. Ah, too many rights for what minorities? What what are we talking about? We're talking about sort of pre seventeen fifty Russia. And uh, what is it that you've got to change? What's uh, what's the exciting incident? There's a fight between a dad and his daughter. Well, that is exciting. Goodness yeah. me! Okay, I think we've all heard this historical event, but let's. Yeah. Uh, what's so? How does that? And you have to stop this happening. Yeah. As sort of you know forced butterfly yeah. effect to kind of yeah. change the present. Well, it hasn't changed it much. It's just Big Huey Boy doesn't like it. He just, he just heard about a, uh, a fight between the father and daughter. Yeah, and he came to me 
could I work on a police force? Do you think film? that... So is it the situation where Big Hugh Hefner, Huey Boy, is trying to maybe deliberately make up for his mistakes in the past where he's realised that all of his Playboy bunnies have father yeah. issues and he is trying to right those wrongs? Yeah, I mean, the girl in this film... Oh, not in, in the film, but in real life, mm. which I went back to, was, she, was, she was treated poorly. On set? On set. What kind of a question is that? I'm so sorry. No, in in so we travel back because she, we travel back to save her basically from her dad from her dad okay yeah who was absolute Egypt of the highest order serious Egypt yes. talking yeah mm. was he Irish no Russian. oh okay of course a 17th century Russian man I, I'm surprised you haven't heard of this on like we've been like around the world like it's pretty <laughs> big I'll, I'll be honest we have we all know all about it but this is for the benefit of the listener this is for people that have yeah, yeah, you yeah, know yeah. otherwise why would they be listening to it if they already know yeah. about it who I played mean, the Russian dad in the movie who played the Russian dad. Thank you, Tim. Uh, Tim Key. Ah. Ah, comedian. Tim Key, comedian. Yeah. The comedian, Tim he's, Key. He's got a beard, and to have this role, you have to have a beard. Right, mm-hmm. and he's probably the only guy in the Can't UK right now that. with a beard as well. Well, he was, the only guy, he was the only guy in the UK with a beard that was free, free to travel to travel to Russia. To Russia. Oh, yeah. okay. And, the, and also, we needed someone to drive. The only person that was free Drove to Russia. Yeah, to we travel. drove. Why did you decide to uh, drive to to Russia? What because the girl question. in this, the girl that played the girl in the, the daughter, film, yeah, the actress, uh, like as a, can't like can't deal with planes. No shit, she's it's got a phobia of planes. Of, of planes or of flying in planes? No, of planes. <laughs> Just being around them, even when they're on the ground. So if you could get her onto a plane mid air, she'd be fine. Yeah, but it seems unnatural to her because it's their natural habitat is in the air. They fly. That's yeah. what they're for. But to see it stationary, that freaks her out. Why don't you take a helicopter? Great question. Thanks, Tim. <laughs> they weren't invented. They weren't. They weren't. Oh, because it's 1750s <laughs> yeah. Russia, of course. Also, of course, of course. Yeah, me, me, well, yeah, we, we thought like, it'd be a bit. Sort but of, of course, cars have a long storied history right back to the 15th century. Yeah. So I mean, it, was, that's great. it was Honda, which I think goes back to. Oh, God, it's the oldest car. It's the oldest car manufacturer. So, like, it was, the film was sponsored by Honda as well. Oh, good. Oh, interesting. Okay, so that's obviously. Which is like how it. Like, because Honda's Japanese. So that's how we're bringing it to the wider market. That's how you're doing it. Well, it's, we're going to stream it onto... You know, like, cars sometimes have screens on the back of the seats? I'm not sure about that. Thoughts, Andy? No, you're thinking of planes. Yeah, that's it. Well, I've well, they're bringing them in. Honda, huh? Yeah. Oh, is this a breaking news? Great question. Well, too. it's not breaking news, but uh, it is news. What okay. sorts of person is going to love this character that you play? The... Uh, Probably. I mean, I've got much into your character. And what yeah. character do you play? So I, I play a police boy. Famous uh, mid 17th century police boy. Uh, present oh, day, they, present day. day. They travel back, Andy. Big Huey boy comes to me. Oh, and it's the mid 18th century. And you're the 1750s. Head police boy? Well, that's no. why he comes to you specifically. No, I'm deputy. Well, he comes to my head, and then obviously delegation. <laughs> and who plays the head? Who plays the head police boy? Mm-hmm. My older brother. Nepotism, or is that just a coincidence you both got the roles? I don't know what nepotism means. Okay, well then can't be. Can't be, no. If you don't even know what it is, then how can it possibly be? Didn't we have this question on the last episode of the podcast? We had to explain what nepotism meant. Very Um, few people. So I had a pretty, I think I nailed the explanation last time. So nepotism is when there's one person and there's another person. That's good. And that's nepotism. Like now? Yeah. No, there's three of us, so that's not nepotism. Oh, really? That's threpotism. Yeah. That's pretty rank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. let's not let's sleep that alone. Yes. But you play the head police, well, deputy head police boy. Deputy head police boy. Uh, you get delegated, your older brother. Yep. 
Hugh, big Huey boy comes to him, says, <clears throat> I've got this problem back in 17th century Russia. I heard an old man was oh. shouting at his daughter. Oh, man. Well, not shouting, just being very strict. Oh. So no so, real abuse, no real physical abuse. Well, even shouting, but you'd just... be disappointed if you weren't allowed to change your name. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's, the, that's how strict he was. It was if you wouldn't let her change her name. What was yeah. her name and what did she want to change it to? Her name was Frederick II. Yes. Interesting. Interesting. Because he'd named... It, that, he it was, was Frederick the First. He was Frederick the First. Yes. Well, only child. Only child. Yeah. Wanted a boy. Called it Frederick the First. She wanted to change it. She wanted a girl's name, did she? Yeah. Or just another boy's name? No, she wanted a, she wanted a girl's name. Or, oh, just, or a different yeah. number. Yeah. Well, no. She wanted to be called Caitlin. Oh, Caitlin the, the Seventh? Or no, just... Like, I don't think Caitlin had reached Russia. She wanted time, to be yeah. the first Caitlin? Do you want to be just, yeah, I That's mean... That's Oregon. Wait, is that where the name Caitlin comes from? Back in the 17th century Russia? Well... Well, she would have been the first Caitlin ever would have had. She would have been, but obviously it didn't happen because her dad didn't So strict, him. so strict. Mm. So strict, so... But then after the events of the movie, you go back and do you maybe loosen him up a bit? No, it didn't work. Tickle him, live, live Yeah, it was failed, it was a failure. Finger at the oh, bum bum. Oh. It was a failure up until the twist. Oh, oh, say no more. Yeah, so that, that's Love the it. thing that'll probably draw people in. The twist is beyond belief. If you say there's a twist, and they'll definitely go, ah, I won't be expecting it, but I know something will happen. Yeah. If the twist is beyond uh, belief, does that ruin the suspension of disbelief that you're expecting the audience mm. to have? Is that is that no no? Oh, great answer. Really. That is a really good answer. Really strong. Um, did 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 Caitlin's father oh, or did she ever become caitlin she didn't well, let's stay. Not ruin it. all right let's well, not ruin it did frederick the second's father like stop her from doing anything else was it just the name thing or did he like not let her go to the movies hang out with boys anything like that or uh it... well well there was a rule that he created that which is related to the name thing mm. so oh, all ties in. yeah all ties in so there was a rule at the time that you weren't allowed to drive more than three and a half hours away from your house in a honda in any car. Oh, like that was the rule. Christ. But, but Honda's obviously was the only car that was around by then. Well, so, Honda, I mean, Honda, yeah. by default, it would have been a Honda. Mm. Hon- a yeah, Honda's and Minis. So, yeah. Um, so, and, but the problem was the deep pole center, which is where she would have changed her name, was three sure. hours, 45 minutes. Away. Oh, shit. Shit. What if she did it in increments or moved closer? Or was that too. She wasn't allowed to. Couldn't move unless you yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah, so yeah. Very strict. Yeah, she couldn't afford rent. So explain that scene where you arrive on the scene in the Russia scene. Yeah, I didn't yeah. understand that. It didn't really make sense to me. So if you could break it down and tell us what the motivations what of was the character the, was. What was the method of time travel in the film? Car. Oh, Honda? So if you, if you, you get... Like, as in like Back to the Future, like DeLorean, or you just consider... There's a portal between Mongolia and Russia. Always? Yeah, always. It's just there anyway and you just found it. So you just drove straight through uh well or you created it well someone created it for us oh so yeah one, ah, which is second act hello go on yeah so this is the subplot yes about which, okay I, I see now the guy who was also trying to go back through time ah for a different reason for well yeah the same reason but opposite ends so does he want to keep him strict he wants to do all sorts of things to this Frederick the First. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Okay. I so see. he created a portal, we just took advantage of it. Which you would ah, do, wouldn't you? Like, you, you would do it. You would take you advantage would, of any portal. You see a portal, you go through a portal. I mean, yeah. you, you knock his block off and get him out of the way, or? No. No, so he's still at large. 
He's still, him, he's kind of chasing you and you have to evade him while you're trying to get it done. Well, it sort of ends up help, helping us because he's interfering so much with Frederick the First. Yes. We're actually trying to help Caitlin because we don't call her Frederick the Second because we think that's sort of no, inappropriate. We call her exactly, Caitlin from the off. because that's what she wants. She we, was Kate, it's just, you know, yeah. Caitlin in a Frederick's body. Yeah, well, I mean, we argue that there's no such thing as a Frederick's body. That, that's her argument. She says this. You know. Interesting. It's all in the mind. All in the mind. What you are in your mind is what you are outside. I've always said that. What I am in my mind is what I am inside as well. Yeah. When I'm at the house. Yeah. Oh, but that is... Oh, I see. I see. Yeah. Inside your mind or just inside? Yeah. No, outside my mind, inside yeah. the house. Wait, what about when you're outside the house? I'm inside my mind. Yeah, I think I we should. Uh, I, think we, I think we should focus on this banging film instead of you two because it's. Uh, Go on. It's not as bad as it really. Oh, okay. Why do you Why do you think that? What? Why yeah, do, why do, why do you think uh, your film is uh, is what we should be talking about and not what's inside outside my mind? Yeah, well, and it's I mean, Inside Out is a movie. Well, I'm just saying, movie. like, you've got your own. Like, well, I just think that you like talk about yourself too much on this podcast. Oh, yeah, we've heard that before. Oh. I've yeah. never heard that before. Well, we've said it to each other before on the podcast. I wasn't listening. Which is yeah. part of the problem. <laughs> I, 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 I remember like you interviewed a previous movie star. And he didn't like he didn't talk at all. He didn't get to say a word. Um no, he didn't. I think that you're talking about um Michael yeah. Keaton. Keaton. Yeah. Yes. And yeah, uh, guy, yeah. yes, he obviously came on just uh, fresh off of Birdman. And he was really up his own ass. And we just kind of thought, hey, let's not give him the time of day. Let's show him that we've got a great podcast here and that we're actually better than him. The problem was Tim opened with the question, why is it called Birdman and not Birdwoman? And I think yeah. from that point, yeah. he, we just got his back up. Because I actually didn't know. Yeah. And then I asked him, <laughs> and then I asked him why I hadn't made any good films since Beetlejuice and why he waited this long. And even though it was like a veiled compliment about Birdman saying that this is the best film you've done since Beetlejuice, he kind of took it as me he saying assumed, he's he, done yeah, shit. Yeah, he thought you were saying since. that even still nothing good. Yeah. Even, even Birdman was bad. And reality, I was saying both of those things. Yeah. I, 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 don't, I, don't, yeah. I don't blame you for cutting him out. Thank you. I mean, we just have so but many... But you do wish that we would shut up. Uh, well... What's the biggest challenge about taking this role? Biggest challenge? Uh, well, obviously... I mean, I don't speak Russian. Yes. yes. I saw, I noticed yes. that in the film. Yes. You never speak Russian. Yeah. And I, I thought, I nudged Andy, didn't I? Because right I speak Russian. And I said, right. I said to you, I was like, I speak Russian, Tim. Yes, and I said, and do you know what's always talking about ourselves again? But I you said, just said, Andy, that's not Russian. Andy, that sounds completely yeah. different from Russian. Wrong, and you that's would definitely know. not Russian. I said, Andy, correct me if I'm wrong. And you would know because you speak Russian. I don't really speak Russian. Oh, constantly. I nudged him in the ribs. I said, Andy, is this Russian I'm hearing? And I was like, yeah. Oh. And he said, no. Because he, he dug me no, hard. You. Like, you could think well, he cracked yeah. crack the third one I down. only do films where people are speaking Russian. Oh, that's strange that yeah. you would do that even though you don't speak Russian. Yeah, it's all about... Is that oh. just your way of like immersing yourself to learn? Yeah, yeah, okay. pretty much. Like, well, I, like, so in the film, I let everyone film. speak in Russian, but I only speak Polish. Because mm. okay. I can speak Polish. Sure. Because that's that's another thing. When Tim like nudged me in the ribs, he goes, "Are you speaking Polish?" I go, "I don't speak Polish." How did you know that? Yeah, exactly. Like, oh, I speak Polish, you know? and but then I did. I said, yeah, "Hey, this exactly. is Polish." Get exactly. It? And, and that's when the second rib like a broke. lot of people will probably think I'm just speaking Russian with an accent, but it's not. But those who are the racists. Well, yeah, those or just not very knowledgeable about different languages, or both. Yeah, like me. Yeah, yeah. What were there any pranks on set? Yeah, <laughs> yeah, there were a lot of pranks. What were the pranks on set? Yeah. Uh, the, well, the pranks on set were very, very, very prankish. Oh, shit. Uh, That's my favourite kind of prank. So prankish. The, the main thing was is that we would just make noises in the background. 
Yeah. And just disrupt the filming. Oh. So like it was funny. meant to be like a two week shoot. Like we, we were there like years. No. Yeah. How many? Like, God. I mean, how many fingers are there on a piece of string? 20. Great. Yeah. Just, it is. I, was, I think it was about eight, three, eight years, three months. Oh, oh, wow. And were you being paid the whole time? Yeah. So in many ways, the crew ah, were probably relieved that they had steady work for eight years. Yeah. Which did you become the a hero on set? A hero? What for doing the pranks? Yeah. Prolonging it? Uh, no, people got annoyed because they missed a lot of family events. Did you get nice. a lot of thanks on set because of that? Um, well, yeah, but I, I don't really know because obviously everyone's speaking Russian and I'm mm. speaking Polish, so they could have said thanks. Uh, okay. Well, Andy, what's um, what's thank you in Russian? Uh, cheers. Ah. Okay. Yeah. Did you hear that at all? Did I hear cheers at all? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, so maybe they were saying thank you then. They probably were saying thank you, but after about sort of three weeks of filming, like the like they they sort of wanted to go home. Mm, oh yes, understandably because you know all the events going back home, I'm going back home. <laughs> you know, but you got to do these things if you you want to bond with people. You got to make good movies. There's got to be sacrifices. What do you love about your character? What do Ooh. I love about him? Well, he he's got a moustache. For and a little boy, little, yeah. little, little boy with moustache. Little police boy. Little police boy and with moustache. He's always yes. saying witticisms like... Fire some witticisms in our faces. Yeah, have you got any uh, lines of dialogue yeah. that you think are particularly snappy and fun? That we what, just from the film or just on set? Um, dialogue, I would say, would constitute from the film. Oh, do we want Well, if you've got any great jokes from the set... Yeah, yeah, there was, so there, nice. there was this great joke. We would drive... So it was like, it was like the scene where we'd drive into the portal this day's week's drive. Yes, in real time. Yeah, in real time. Uh, we cut bits of it out, but there was this one bit that we kept in. So we were driving and we went past like a sign. Oh. Yeah. And it was... I remember. You remember this bit? I remember the sign. I remember this. I saw the sign. And it says... I saw the sign. So at the time we were probably going through Northern Germany. Remember? And I don't speak German. And there was a sign and it came up and it said Berlin. And you thought, what does that even mean? And then it said next to it about 150 kilometres. Yes. And I said... And uh, John Johnson said, oh, we're getting, to, we're getting nearer to Berlin. Mm-hmm. And I said, ready? No, uh, not, 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 I didn't say that. I was no, just no, saying, no. are you ready for the witness? I wasn't. I wasn't. Thank you for asking. Are you ready, Andy? I'm stretching out right now. Do you want now, to get a drink actually. or something? Or Can I do poo? Just do a quick poo? And we're back. And we're okay. Back. So, yeah. yeah well, so, so, hold on. Let's just recap for anyone that, so we're that driving, also did a poo. Yeah. So, scene, <laughs> we're driving. <laughs> drive, driving picture, near pic- Berlin. Picture the scene. Driving. Driving near Berlin. Mm, near Berlin. Not there yet. Not How yet. How far there. away, in fact? 150 well, kilometres. 150 kilometres. According to the sign, because you saw the sign. According to the sign. John Johnson says, hey, we're getting closer to Berlin. And I said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. and, and why wasn't that even used in the film? Because that's, you know, yeah, that's I know. seriously... Well, they used the second take. Was that in the bloopers? Well, that we did we did that take again, so we sort of reversed up the road and then Of course. What did you say in the second second uh, in take? the actual usable take, yeah. I said, uh yeah, we should be getting there soon. That's not funny at all. No. I, 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 like, I, but it's not a shame. film, we know it's, it's not a comedy. No, it's, it's, it's not serious. it's not meant to be a comedy. What is it? What? If it's not a comedy, what it, what is it? Educational drama, mate. Oh. Yeah. So, like, we were trying to really branch out. Did you learn anything, Tim? Hmm? Did you learn anything? Um, I learned uh, Hugh, who Hefner was. Yeah. I learned a little bit about Police Boy, you know, and that character. And yeah, like, he's, he's probably going to be the next Milky Bar Kid. Um, will he be a, a, a affiliated with any confectionery? 
Um, boost. I mean, it could be a Kit boost. Kat. Keep going. He's not said yes yet. I don't know any others. No. I mean... Whisper. Say that again. Whisper gold. Gold. Picnic. Yeah. Uh, so his confectionery was actually not chocolate. Um, oh, Skittles? No, not not sweets or chocolate. Oh. But it was confectionery. Yeah. Ice cream? No. I don't know of any confectionery that's not sweets or chocolate. Frogurt. No, it was toffee. Oh, oh goodness me. God. Yeah. I've discovered. So, you idiot. Tim. So he's a toffee mascot now. Well, it depends what you mean by mascot, doesn't it? Um, that's a great question. Now. Now. Obviously, another obstacle to this film's of accessibility course. is its title, yeah. which is both in Polish and Russian at the same time. Yeah. Could you give us the translation in English, please? Just just so people can understand. In, in tra- it, well, it's actually... I So I actually wanted to just call it Police Boy. Okay. But they didn't want that. Uh, they came up with a clever mm. pun that incorporated a Russian word and a... Um, Polish word. Polish word. Tsar Warsaw. So... Okay, and just take us through that. So Tsar, mm-hmm. which is the emperor. Oh, Tsar. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yes. well, you pronounce it that way. You pronounce it tomato, I pronounce it Tsar. Warsaw, which is the Polish word for Honda. I see. Right. And what does Tsar mean? Tsar means emperor, so it's related to the Frederick emperor, first. Emperor Honda. Honda. This is why I didn't like it. They said the pun was on the famous film uh, uh, thing, Star Wars, and they said it was just an extension of that. The film thing? Yeah. Mm, what's that? So what, 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 what is Star Wars? I've never actually seen it because I don't watch films. I only watch movies. The problem is, if it wasn't in both Polish and Russia and they just said it, then it would be, you know, much clearer. Oh, we'd all get it straight away. That, that, that is the name. You mean like Star Wars? That yeah. is the name. We didn't, in the, the English film won't be called Emperor Honda. That's sort of an in-joke for the, for, the, for the lads. Sure, 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 sure. <laughs> it will be called Star. Were there any Wars lads on also? set? Yeah, we brought a couple on. Nice. Just the lads saying. What did they do? They did pranks. Oh, pranks lads are doing the pranks. Prank, pranks galore. Well, I, I did my own, but the crew sort of got really annoyed at me because they were lasting for eight years. So they brought just... Well, you famously of, do your own pranks, don't you? Yeah. You don't like, get in a prank double to do it for you. No, but they brought in some lads to try and prank me back. But all they did was like they put a whoopee cushion down every now and again. And yeah. Just played out in it. Yeah. Well. So I got them removed. I, I, I didn't really appreciate it. I thought like it was inappropriate to be doing pranks on set. See, the dangerous thing is when you have someone removed in Russia... Yeah, that mm-hmm. means assassinated. So you you had means. multiple people, yeah. lads, three. killed. Three. Three, three lads, three, three dead lads. lads. Three, well, yeah, I mean, dead in a physical sense. Mm. That's what I thought. Yeah, but I'm sure their sort of parents still think that they're alive. Well, that's the trick, is it? Yeah, well... That's how you get yeah. around it legally. Well, I think in many ways they, they became lads because their parents just weren't present enough when they were younger, so their parents may not exactly. even know. That's how lads are born. Didn't that's how lads games are created. Until they were too old, and then they became lads. Yeah, oh, I see. There was board games for too long. Board games Didn't too long. Didn't get the switch over yeah. right. Yeah, yeah board mm-hmm. games too long. Went on from board games As everyone knows, games. board games are hugely misogynist, yeah. and oh, it just creates monsters. What do you want to be when you Housing. grow up? What do I want to be when I grow up? Mm. What, in terms of me, myself, or police boy? Well, you're on your 50s, so you're pretty So when, you, when you're in your I 60s... Guess. Well, you say I'm growing up, but oh, I sort of, as I said, I lived my life as a child because I sort of play child, so, so I sort of lived the life of a child. So like, I sort of, mm. yeah, like I sort of eat quite a lot of sweets and I do that kind of a thing. Uh, so, Skittles? Uh, yeah, Toffee? but only... Fudge? Only red and yellow. Milky bar? 
Uh, no, I'm allergic to white chocolate. So you lactose intolerant or just the No, color? no, no, uh, the packaging. On, on any white chocolate, I'm allergic to it. So do you have a bit of a vendetta against the Milky Bar kid? Um, wait, wait, weren't you bullied by him as a child? Sounds like you're a bit preoccupied with the Milky Bar kid. Yeah. Like, well, I was quite jealous of him because obviously I didn't have any family. Yeah. And he had all these people loving him. So I've sort of... Well, ne- and, and obviously he's strong and tough. <clears throat> I sort of never watched any of his adverts after the first one. You got to, yeah, you got to just... Because I had life. to palm it away. So maybe, I, like, I think this is my breakthrough film because I'm trying to incorporate, like, the kid I wanted to be into Police Boy, which was a lifesaver. Okay, so this is your response to Milky Bar Kid. Yeah, and I really... Of saying, hey, take that, Milky Bar Kid. You know, the Milky Bar Kid is not on me anymore. He's off me. Yeah, I mean, where's the Milky Bar Kid now? I... I, do, does anyone even eat white chocolate anymore? I, well, you I certainly would, don't. I would argue... Well, yeah, I don't, but it's an illness. Uh, I would argue that no one... As it, when's the last time you ate white chocolate? I would never have. Yeah. How many times did he put your head down the toilet when you were younger? Hey, Andy, this is a film What, literally or maybe? theoretically? Literally. Literally none. Theoretically, I mean, he wasn't there, but... He could have never stopped. Like, I mean, he was in my head all the time. Up in the head, mm. sure. And he was, I, he was making me put my head down at all even when he wasn't there did so. you guys ever even meet uh no we never met but i saw him from a distance once theoretically you on met. tv no i saw him in real life oh yeah. what was he doing what was he doing mm. on a little horse well <laughs> he was actually buying oh no here we go yeah okay. yeah so here we go sitting down listeners here we go yeah i think it's quite it's quite sad he was in a coffee shop. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. yeah. He was buying a coffee. Yeah, and what else? Ooh. That was it. Yeah, uh, it. bloody knew and, it. Well, he brought, I think he brought a cookie as well. Oh, <laughs> uh, hold on. Was this uh, any uh, tasty oh, white chocolate bits of cookie? Yeah. It wasn't white chocolate. No. Of course not. No, Bussman's holiday for him, isn't it? Really? <laughs> yeah, like, like, yeah. Back to the film. Yeah, back to the film. Who was um? Who was the director? Was it someone you'd worked with before? Uh, well, I, I hadn't worked with him before, but we'd collaborated on a lot of projects together. <laughs> Naturally. Yeah. Okay, uh, so developed a bit of a, a sort of decent working relationship. Well, not working because we never worked together, but we sort of, when we'd done stuff... We collaborated. We'd collaborated. Sure, so we'd, we'd, sure. like, we'd done stuff together before and we'd produced, well, like, he'd direct things and I'd been in it. We never worked together. Never worked together, but no. This just guy collaborated with him. this guy. I collaborate on with loads of things, books, television programs. Oh, I see. Yeah, like throughout my life, he's, mm-hmm. like any, like he directs loads of things, and whenever they need a child, he gets me along. Okay, because I've got a really childish body. voice, voice, voice and body. Voice, mm. Yeah, it's so it's, high. It is, yeah, it's quite high. And also, I can talk. We've pitched it down for the benefit of the listeners' ears. Oh God, we had to. We listened back, and you could not hear it. It yeah. was you it's know like I'm on Tim's here. dogs when insane yeah i had to kick them out the back door yeah they, it's crazy, crazy, yeah. they did because they were making a lot of noise yeah, yeah people yeah. do they get lost like, every film they sort of tone my voice down a bit sorry who was the director again on uh, the director mm, the, the person you'd never worked with before but had collaborated with on several projects including tv and books uh well his, like his first name was chris oh yeah say no more mm. do you want to know his second name mm. what did i just say do you want to know columbus no. Okay, Tarrant? No. Is that Irish? Does that help you? O'Dowd? No. Uh, oh. O'Hanlon. Chris O'Hanlon. Chris O'Hanlon. Yeah. Very famous mm. director. Yeah. Now, where do I know that name from? You know that Probably name the stuff I've from the oh. books, the, TVs. the TVs, 
And what's your working relationship with Chris O'Hanlon? Chris like, O'Hanlon. Yes. Yeah. I will, like because I know him quite well. I get I'm allowed to call him Christopher. So I like he lets me call him Christopher. That's nice of him. So what's my work? Well, the working relationship has only been a couple. Like, it's only been eight years, three months because this is the first one we've done together. Oh, so really in its you know infancy then? Yeah, we've sort of like we barely know each other. Yeah, we. I mean, we've only touched each other a couple of times. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, over eight years, that's you know. But like we've collaborated before. Expect. We've collaborated since I was a wee boy. <laughs> a wee boy. A wee boy. Yeah. So before you're out on nappies. Yeah. So. Like in the nappy outfit that we saw you with a TV, obviously you, that's your de- my, uh, debut. Yes, my debut. <laughs> and yeah. he directed that. He directed that. He mm-hmm. told me where to walk. And he was like, "Hey, this kid's got some moxie." Yeah, uh, he's a wee boy. Yeah, let's he, get him. He thought I was know, a great child actor. Let's get him so in a book. Every child position he's got now, he puts me in, and, it's, and he puts you in every position. Yeah, in it. Excellent. And I've never. I've never needed to do any work as an adult actor because I can just play right. true child roles. See, that's is, the trick, isn't it? As is I guess people worry about the transition to adult acting, but if you yeah. can keep going as I a mean, child... Macaulay Culkin. What would you give old uh, Kevin um, McSee? What Kevin advice McSee, would you give him? McAllister. So he was obviously in the film... Macaulay Culkin. Yeah, Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> <laughs> Very famous child actor, Yeah, he, I mean, like, the, the he, main, had, he had that tricky aspect where he decided to stop being a child actor and start being an adult actor, yeah, which well, was like, a fatal it's flaw. Bad, it's a terrible decision. Why would you do that? I have no clue. I think him and, him and the girl that played Matilda, out there, bloody minds. Uh, Mara Wilson. Mara bloody Wilson. Yeah. Out of her mind. Out of her mind. Mm. I mean, just carry on being a child actor. I mean, in many ways, she was worse than McCulkey. Yeah. Because <laughs> really, what he did wasn't that bad. Like, because he did it for a long time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then he was just like, was I'll he? stop. Richie Rich. And then he had a long break. And then yeah. he came back as an adult. And, you know, you can see why he, he did that. that be because adult, he made a decision to stop altogether and then came back as an adult. Whereas Mara just tried to keep going. Yeah, although she stopped now. I know her mum. Yes. Because you're famously really cool. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Mm. I mean, I... I only ever wear shorts. You're not the modern day fonts. You only ever wear shorts. Only ever wear shorts. And a leather jacket. Are you in touch with McCorkey at all? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Touch with McCorkey all the time. Yeah? Yeah. How's big... he getting on? Uh, he's like fine. Moved into a new flat. Yeah? Yeah. It's got like double locks. <laughs> <laughs> what? Does to keep the press out or is he just paranoid? It's just like his previous place had triple locks and he thought it was a bit much. Yeah, so he's got, got to turn it down. So that's yeah, fair. He's in a safe Once area. you're an adult actor, you've got to yeah. just be a bit relaxed with yeah, that sort yeah. of stuff. It's fine, yeah. isn't it? But yeah, he's, he's good. Yeah, I went over there the other day. Like, I spent the night there. Had a bath. His cameo was a... Uh, Jarring. Choice. Say that again. His cameo was... Jarring. Wasn't it? In... The film. Well, you say cameo. Um, that's right. Like he was the guy. So, so when we, I can tell you about this film because it's it's quite a funny story. <laughs> oh, I was as good as a Berlin. Tim, do you want to take that? You see, it just at the back of your chair there, that's a seatbelt. If you could just strap in for yeah, a second, because so he doesn't. Yeah. When he <laughs> hears a funny story, yeah. he on. will end up on the other side of the Here's room. Here's a click. Yeah, and I'm on. Uh, it's great. It's all about. Are you about, sitting down again? It's great that you're in the car frame of mind because it's another car-based story. Uh, the film. So basically, when we got there, we got through the portal. Obviously, going through the portal broke the car. Natch. Because cars can't survive portals. It's a portal, isn't it? So it's we came out. We it's came only out a Honda. Side, came out the other side. All we came through the portal was was ourselves, mm-hmm. me, uh, no me Huey boy, 
Uh, that was it. And the spare tyre, because obviously that could come through because it wasn't part of the car. So Just the spare. We, just the spare. Spare. <laughs> got through. So time. we came out really near the house. Okay, <clears throat> Which house? Uh, the house where Frederick the First and Caitlin were living. Yeah. We then, old big boy Bonzi. Yeah. Billy big boy Hugh Hefner. Subplot. Big trying head. to distract Frederick the First. Yeah. Oh, this guy. The guy yeah. who actually did created the wormhole, created the portal. Correct. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. not wormhole, mm-hmm. portal. Mm-hmm. Sorry, mm-hmm. portal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he was distracting Frederick the First. We got Caitlin, but obviously our cars broke. Ah, oh, I remember yeah. from before. So we got her, got her out the thing. Yep, Bri- Brilliant scene, brilliant scene. The people will love that. Mm-hmm. We saw a taxi, other side of the road. In 17th century Russia? Yeah. How but that made it through? That, that was there. Was was already there. That was already there. But this the, is interesting. But the problem was, in the 17th century, they didn't have taxi drivers. So we got in the... Why would you? No taxis. Yeah. So we got in the taxi, right? Yeah. Was this a, okay. We got in the taxi. I see what's coming. And uh, so we all piled in, the three of us, me, Big Huey Boy, and Caitlin, into the back. All three of you? All three of us. <laughs> no. Yeah. Hang on. How all you three fit? of you? Yeah, yeah. Like, Shut I mean, up. It, it Wait. Was, it was tight. We put the spare wheel Start in the boot. Start again. How many in you the taxi? Three of Stop. us. Start um, again. Start again. Three. Oh. That's too many. I thought my seatbelt was tight enough, but apparently not. Yeah, yeah. I you... got whiplash. Yeah, and then yeah, what happened? Ho- hold on, hold on. Uh, so then we got in the taxi. What we... again? Stop. <laughs> How many of you were there? Six. Well, that, there was three. <laughs> How many taxis? One. Okay, yes. So we were in the taxi. That's right. With the spare tire in the boot, because the boot had been open. Ah, and the spare tires can make it through, as we know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because it wasn't attached to the car. Mm. We got in the bloody. We were in the bloody taxi. Oh, yeah. well, not the bloody taxi. Well, we're in it. So let's oh, presume sure. we're in a taxi. Can we? Yeah. Again, we are. <laughs> we get in the taxi. Yeah. Oh wait. <laughs> There's got to be about sixteen of you in the taxi now. This is a clown car. We get in the taxi. Yes. We get in the taxi. And then we're sitting in the taxi, oh. thinking, oh, "Where is the taxi right? driver?" And this is where the old cameo of McCorky Corkin comes in. <laughs> oh, oh God. He says, "Corkers." Is that a corker of a cameo? It's the best cameo since the previous cameo that, that, was, that had been done in any film. Uh, he comes up to us and we're, we're like, excuse me, mate. Well, I didn't say it because I can't speak Russian, but Big Huey Boy said it. McCoy Culkin didn't say that, but he said, character name. mate, mm. why, what, where, do you know where the taxi driver is? Taxi is. <laughs> like, he said it wrong. What did he say? He said, where, where, do you know where the taxi driver is for this? Do you know where the taxi driver is for do this? You, no, no, he said, do you know where the taxi driver is for this? <laughs> Oh, he mumbled it. Yeah, he mumbled it. But McCul- he mumbled it in Russian. Mumbled it in Russian, which I obviously can't do because I'm not Russian. He, McCulky Culkin was like, what? In Russian. Mm. Mm. Caitlin repeated it. Mm. Clear, in brilliant Russian. diction because her dad obviously forces her have good diction. elocution. Yeah. Yep. Um, says, where's the taxi driver? And he says, taxi drivers don't exist. And then he walked off. Him. This is... Obviously, a call back to Berlin. Obviously, 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 call back to Berlin. We sit. We're sitting in the taxi now. We know McCulky Culkin's gone off. See a sign. We see a sign. Yep. And it says, "Hold on." It says, "Welcome <gasps> to <gasps> Russia." Because uh, we're on the very border. And, and what I, do you say? And I say, "Russia." They could have contained themselves. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm laughing. I can't even So, I mean, that's two, that's, oh, yeah, that's and Russia. Russia. Callback. Beautiful. Can I ask one last mm. question to, to finish with? Did the late, great, Big Huey, H-Dog, 
did he get the chance to watch this film <coughs> before he tragically expired? Well, oh, okay. Well, I suppose you, you didn't know that he had died, but you would know if you'd seen the film before that. Yeah, it's, it's, it's tough talking about him. I think we'll dedicate this film to my old mucker, big Huey boy. Was he saw old, the film. Old mucker. mucker sorry. Old mucker, yeah. Because yeah. he, before he worked in Playboy, he worked in a muckyard. I need some muckyard. What boy. were your final words to him? My final words to him, mm. uh, I think they were, I'm just going to the toilet. And what would they be now? Uh, it'd probably be, uh, what, if I saw him now? Now knowing that he's dead. Now well, knowing that he was about to die. Knowing that he was about to yeah. I mean, I probably would have said, I'm just going to the toilet. Because you were still going. I mean, you know I was, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I was really, But maybe really, he had a goodbye. I was really desperate. Uh, I don't think I would have. No? Like, yeah, the conversation was sort of dying out and I was sort of happy to leave him. So Very Was irreverent. it the conversation or, or him that was dying out? The conversation. Oh. He was still, well, we I mean, now. fit as a fiddle then. Um, but well, yeah, no, I'll, I'll dedicate I'm here it. to tell you, really, that he wasn't because he died soon afterwards. Well, no, this dead. Was, this remember? was a good seven months ago. Good seven months, was it? Good seven months, yeah. Best, good press tour, yeah. Best seven months of my life because I didn't actually bump into him because he was a bore. It was a wild pig. It was a good. It was. I'd like to dedicate. It was. It's yeah, so it's hard. It, I haven't seen him for seven months. Mm. I'll never see him again. It was a good seven months because I was happy, but I do miss him. And if I could say some final words to him. It would probably be... Well, it, it, what, what if you could? I mean, imagine that. What if he was dead or if he could hear me? If you could say some final words. If I could say some final words. About him or to him? To him. No, it would be dead. About him. Mm, that's it. It would be Big Huey Boy that's was it. the greatest BHB. man I've ever met. Yeah. I would prefer to have him as my dad because he he just was lovely and he gave me extra pillows at night and I, I love him more than I love anything in the world. And he let you um, fuck any of the bunnies whenever you wanted, didn't he? Yeah, but I... All right, well, um, obviously the film is called uh, Tsar Warsaw. Tsar Warsaw. Thank you very I much. I hope it um, changes people's lives. I think it will. Yeah, I think it will, for the, for the better, hopefully. Mm, it certainly changed Hugh Hefner's life in the end of it. Hey, welcome back. We're doing the listener questions this week. Yeah, time for listener questions. Um, should I get the the mailbag? Oh, please, could you? Could I? I I I I played a, a little bit of a sport this week, and my back's kind of hurting. So, could you could you handle the mailbag by yourself? What was the little bit of a sport? The little bit of the sport was the baseball. <laughs> Which little bit did you play of baseball? I played the little bit with the with the stick and the ball. Ah, the baseball pads. Ah, the uh, ball. The home plate. Mm. And uh, did you hit the ball with the baseball? I stick? slam dunked it. Oh, good boy. Ah! You, you sure? Yeah. Like, I could probably help with No, that. I played a bit of swimming this week. Which bit? I played a little bit of swimming, and uh, my neck is really doing me some mischief. Which bit of the swimming did you do? Um, The over-the-water stuff. Ah. So you splash it. All right. Well, let's let's do some questions for this week. It's been yeah. a big week in the movies, big topics, big things happening, so I'm, I think we're going to have a lot of... Interesting question. Oh, hopefully a lot. It feels like a very full bag. Oh, hang yeah. on. No, there's only one question. Ah. Oh, that's interesting. Well, I'll read it and then it'll be answered. Um, Please. Okay, this is from Michael Smith. Guess how old he is. Um, four. Obviously not. Guess again. T2? T2? Four He's T2. not Terminator. You didn't let me finish. <laughs> 
Yes, he's 42. Good. Guess where he's from. Germany. That's right. Germany. Typical German name. Ah, Germany. Michael Smith. Michael Smith from, from Germany. Germany. And what's his star sign? Jaguarius. Oh. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah, so this is a question from Michael Smith, 42 from Germany. Uh, Gemini, and he wants to ask us. Oh, this is interesting. This is actually about what we were talking about in the intro. Ooh. Harry Fords. Oh, I know Harry Fords. You do actually. Yeah. So I'll ask it to Another you. Another opportunity to yeah, get some yeah, yeah. my nugs out. <laughs> oh God! If only the audience could see your nugs. Get my nugs out. Get the nugs out. Place them down there on the, on the table. Tim, what do you think of my nugs? That's a lovely pair of nugs you got there. Thanks. <laughs> Shiny nugs. Okay. Here's a question. Uh, Michael, yeah, I was gonna. Michael wants to know. Uh, okay, this is a dear Andy and Tim. Um, uh, 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 it's just some stuff about his mum here. I'll skip through that. Uh, dear Andy and Tim, um, obviously the new Blade Runner movie is uh, about to be released. Or obviously, has, has been released. I'm glad he realises it's obvious. Yeah, the marketing has been stellar, uh, as we've seen from the interview. Um, Obviously, the new Blade Runner movie is about to be released. Um, I just wanted to know your thoughts on whether Harrison Ford is uh, really... Oh, that's interesting. What he's... Hmm. What's he saying? He's saying, I want to know your thoughts on whether you think Harrison Ford is right to continue remaking and rebooting his own franchises, considering his mm-hmm, advancing mm-hmm, years, mm-hmm. especially given the fact that mm-hmm. he obviously couldn't handle an on-set mm-hmm. stunt fight with Ryan Gosling mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and hit him in the face. Mm had his foot crushed during mm-hmm. the filming of Star, for- uh, Star mm-hmm. Wars Force Awakens and crashed his plane mm-hmm. um, and is famously mm-hmm. curmudgeonly and dreadful mm-hmm. in interviews. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And he just says, I wonder if it's right to reboot movies mm-hmm. with the same actor that is now about 50 years older than when they mm-hmm. first made them. Mm-hmm. And if that's really the best way to bring in mm-hmm. a new, younger audience. Um, so he just says, do you think the Harrison Ford should, should even... Should he should he stop? Ooh, you bet your ass. So, so you think he should stop? No. Right. There's your answer, Michael. You bet your ass. No. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. 
Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.